What's good, everybody? I know it's been a long time, but we dusting off the crates. This your boy, Calvin. And I'm I, Edwin, and, yeah. And I have Edwin. That was a big old delay. But anyway, we uh <laughs> we had a little giggles before we went on air. Um, Edwin discovered the little fun filters on Snapchat and turned himself into one of the endangered species and thought that was like the funniest thing ever, which it, it quite was funny if you, you, you had to see it. But he, he had he had enjoyed that. And there he goes again. <laughs> <laughs> His guys are the dangerous species. But <laughs> that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about the just the recent events that's been happening in the sport of boxing. There's been a lot of stuff going on, been a lot of hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. A lot of crap. So, with that being said, we're going to just jump right into it. I want to talk about, okay, Edwin, I forgot to tell you this, but I named the title for this episode, United Fakes of America. Okay? Mm-hmm. I say that, and this is going to go into my first topic, and I know you can you can chime in on this, but... Was this a Donald Trump diss? Is that what this is? No, what? no, no. This ain't got nothing to do with Donald Trump or LeVar Ball or Angelo Ball. Yeah, fuck Donald Trump. I this, said it here. I said it here. Okay, I didn't vote for that fool. <laughs> but this has to do with Deontay Wilder. Okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. I'll be a fake, though. No, no, he's not the fake. The fakes are the American boxing fans. But let me, let me, let me, let me go into that. Okay, so look. This I'm sure all you guys saw what he did to Bermain Stavern. Made it look easy. Super. Super easy. But yeah. this man still doesn't get the respect that he deserves. So now he's calling out Anthony Joshua. And he has the United States fans going against him. So this is why I say United Fakes of America. We have possibly the most entertaining heavyweight on our side in America. And he can't even get the American fans, the people on his home soil, came and get them to back him up. So this is why I call them the United Fakes of America because they're quick to go with Anthony Joshua. They quick to go with a person like like I don't know, I'm just throwing it out there, you know, people like a Klitschko or people like a Pacquiao or people like that. But you got these people in the United States that we should be cheering for, but yet we make them the villains. I mean, do you do you get where I'm coming from with that? Like, like Deontay Wilder is the American boxer, boxing hero right now. To be honest, I mean, who else in America that we can say that's our that's America's champion right now? Like, who who can we say that that is America's champion right now? Deontay Wilder, he's the so, champ. So why, why are why can't us as American boxing fans get behind Deontay Wilder? I mean, think about it, bro. I mean, he's had what thirty nine fights. Yeah. So it's not been a lot of big names. Like, he's not fought Klitschko or anybody like that, you know? So I think because Joshua's been in the U.K., they have a little bit more of the better competition out there when it comes to heavyweights, you know? 
Stavern's not your grade A opponent, and neither is Ariola. Okay, so you got to understand that. Like it's it's not it's not about that the American people aren't behind him. It's just they don't know what to get behind right now. They're seeing him beat you know people that he should beat. You know that's they're they're the they're the the shits of the boxing world right now. It's not like it's something creme de la creme. You know. What about but what about those two fights that he had to pull out of because of the well, other dudes a, taking steroids? It really doesn't matter. I mean, he still didn't get the fights, so people didn't get to see him in action. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so if Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua happen right now, now I'm gonna, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just ask you right now, who wins that fight and why and how? What? Who wins that fight? Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder. I would say Wilder. Is there a reason why you say that? I just think he's better technically, in my opinion. I think he's very underrated. Okay. And people don't take into consideration how he moves in the ring. He's very swift, very cunning. You know what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh. So it's like, dude... Dude could get away with a lot in the ring. He moves well, you know. For a big man. Now the like white that. haymakers he was throwing on Stavern, like that shit's not gonna fly when it comes to a Joshua. But if he's tired as hell, like he was against Klitschko, maybe it will. That's but, one. That's one thing about Anthony Joshua, man. His his conditioning ain't the best. I mean, like you said, he. I look at the jabs, bro. I'm a I'm a jab guy. I think if you have a great jab, you're gonna win a lot of fights, you know. Uh-huh. And I feel like Deontay has a very good left jab, and he does a really nice, classic, traditional one-two punch. Understandable. I um, I I have nothing against Anthony Joshua. You know, I actually like him, but it's just like I don't feel like he could be the next person to take over the heavyweight division he might you know but i just still think it's deontay wilder man like you got to get through deontay wilder to be you know the the man the top guy you know and i i i feel that's how it's living for him but that's what i want to talk about man the whole i feel like why can't us american fighter of american boxing fans get behind our american fighters like for instance I know it was Floyd, he was the villain, but it it didn't matter who he fought. The Americans went against Floyd Mayweather all the time. You know, it didn't matter who he fought. He could have fought Joe Blow from Ethiopia, and they would have picked him, the Ethiopian, over Floyd Mayweather. I just feel that we as Americans, we which we're going to get into next, we could, we, we could be so hypocritical of ourselves. You know, and I just, just, I guess coming from me, being an American and being a boxing fan, I feel that my number one priority is, okay, if we have a great American fighting champion, I feel like I got to get behind him. Like Andre Ward, you know, a lot of people wouldn't feel an Andre Ward, but he was the undefeated champion, American champion, and that's why I was stuck behind him. Now, jumping into the next category... Of hypocrisy. Oscar De La Hoya has opened his mouth once again. And. Said he will come out of retirement. He's been training. He will come out of retirement. To fight. 
Connor McGregor. Who? Connor McGregor. Oh. The 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 same guy that he trashed with the fight with Floyd Mayweather saying it was a spit in boxing's face. Look, man, I don't want to dwell on Oscar, but I'm going to just And this is it. What? Because if we give him more publicity, it's just <laughs> bullshit. But we have to talk 44. about it, man. He's 44 years old. His tank was empty a long time ago. Okay. That's it, bro. No. No chance in hell, bro. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I ain't let him have to hook that easy. I've been waiting for this day. I'm gonna tell you what. He needs to stop smoking that shit, whatever he's smoking, or dressing up the way he dresses, because he is full of crap. You know. But then again, this goes back to him. He said it would be a money grabber. But why on earth? Would you go back on your words, man? You know everybody's not going to forget that. Like, how How does one person who's supposed to have been so a Hall of Famer shit on the sport, talking about it's horrible for boxing, but then come back and say, you know what, I'll fight him too? Does this have anything to do with Floyd Mayweather? No, I don't think so. You know they're trying to lure him out of retirement, and it was a talks of Mayweather De La Hoya Part Two. Like, what, 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 what if that? Well, first of all, Floyd said, he laughed at it and said he's not coming out of retirement. But what do you feel, Oscar? Where do you see Oscar? Why is he going this kind of route? He he's talking about Conor McGregor. He's saying he's he's secretly working out. And now he said he won't mind fighting Floyd again. Like, what What do you think is going through Oscar's mind right now? Do you know what? I think he's going through a 40-year-old man, man's crisis. And do you feel he, do you feel he's doing it because he feel like he has to do it for like, I know it can't be money, but what? Why does he continuously try to try to hurt his image, man? What? Why does he keep trying to hurt his image, man? Like what what why does he keep doing things to hurt his image? I I I honestly don't know, bro. I I don't get it. I just I I try to think about what this dude's going. Mhm thinking about in his head and stuff but it's like man bro you're a promoter now you've been out the game too long man like you have no chance bro like Manny diffused you you know and like I just don't see it bro right um, I just don't I don't see it at all man and and honestly bro it's like it's sad it may you know if I'm Canelo I'm wondering like why the hell am I by this guy uh-huh. I just think it's very retarded yeah, I I just felt that I had to I just had to talk about that because when I heard him say he wants to fight Conor McGregor, I dare near flipped the lid, man. I was like, this can't be happening. This is not the same dude that was talking crap about Mayweather, uh, Mayweather McGregor, 
but now he wants to fight him. I just, eh, whatever. Um, we got um Miguel Cotto and 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 Saddam Ali. They 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 you know they started training camp a little while ago. Um, there was something going around on Twitter about Miguel Cotto. He said, "This is it. Like, this is last hurrah." Um, he started he started thanking a lot of a lot of like a lot of former boxers and and a lot of former opponents. You know, he in which. This is goes back to why I feel Miguel Cotto is so class, grade A, top notch. You know, he started naming off a few people that he thanked for helping him for his career, who who he shared the ring with, everything, man. And that list was so like, man. And one person he did, he said he wants to thank two people. He wants to thank Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao. He said because without those two fights, he said he he felt he felt without those two fights, people would have forgot about him. Do you agree with that? Yeah. I I mean I agree with it to a certain degree, but I think he was great before they they fought him, and I think both of them, Mayweather and Pacquiao, waited too long to fight him. I think that uh, the Cotto that fought Zab Judah. It was probably one of the most dangerous Miguel Cotto's I've ever seen. Well, I think he could have beat Floyd and Pacquiao if he was if they would have fought him when he was thirty and zero. Well, but they both waited. So this um this fight takes place December second at the MSG. Um, I know we're gonna do a whole podcast about. Miguel Cotto and his in his career and everything, but man, what my question to you is, as a Puerto as a fellow Puerto Rican man, what what does Miguel Cotto mean to you? Like, what does he mean for the the Puerto Rican nation to you? Like, what does he what does he bring for the Puerto Rican culture? That warrior boxing mentality. You know what we like the most. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a uh, it's something that we all like. Uh-huh. We like to watch guys that are, you know, have a. I like a boxer with action, bro. Like I'm not just about the the you know sweet science of it. I like a guy who can go in there and throw him down. And I like certain things. I'm a big fan of the left left hooks and uppercuts and things like that. So I, I think Miguel's kind of like a throwback to how. Puerto Ricans like their fighters, you know. Uh-huh. And now we're getting, we're getting into this new era, and you know, we really—he's like our last big Puerto Rican superstar that we've had. So now it's time for someone else to step up and take the reins, and we don't really have anybody. Yeah, because you know I mean, Verdejo ain't doing too much, man. Nah, Verdejo's been injuring his hands, so I don't—I don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. Um. Because we talked about this before, man. Mayweather, Pacquiao, Cotto. Those are my top three. And and now, well, Pacquiao, he might as well just freaking retire. There's no way he should come back. It's nothing for him to prove. Um, but when those three go, man, I that that's it. Like like you said, Cotto is the last of the era. He's the last one of the era. And 
when he goes, man, I mean, like you said, that's it. It's time for the new breed to take over. And I don't know, you know, who who could do that. Could it be Keith Thurman? Could it be Earl Spence? You know, hell, could it be? Well, no, nah, we gave up on him. We gave up on him a long time ago. But it could have been Adrian Broner, you know. But he 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 couldn't get his head out of his butt. But um. We'll, we'll, we'll get into the whole Miguel Cotto and, and his final fight and we'll just touch base on what he truly meant to the sport of boxing. Um, I know we talked before we went on the air. Are we miss, I feel like we're missing something before we get out of here. I can't, I can't put it to it, but do you have anything else to add? Man, honestly. I just want to see the year end strong, so I'm kind of looking forward to the Rigo Lomachenko. Yeah, if it happens, it's going to happen. Like I forgot, is that December eighth, ninth, eighth? I think it's the ninth. Whatever that, whatever that Saturday is. That, that that's. And then um, you still got a lot of people talking like on Twitter, man. It's like Twitter beefs going on with uh, like Javante Davis and and Tevin Farmer, and they just need to let them two fight too. I mean. It's, it's time to stop talking on this on these social media outlets, and it's time to just go and, and do fight. it. The Charlo brothers be doing that shit, but the Charlo brothers can back that up. It was happening between the Danny Jacobs fight and this dude he fought. I don't even remember his fucking name anymore because he got his ass whooped. Yeah, I mean it's just ridiculous, dude. Like go in the ring and do something, bro. Whatever happened to Peter Quillen? He he uh. He was just at the fights, man. He was just at the fights that happened in Brooklyn. I don't know what he's doing, but um, he was just at the Deontay Wilder fight, chilling with the Charlo brothers and Adrian Broner. I, um, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I was gonna say. Oh, and and, and Canelo and Triple G has been announced. It's on Cinco de Mayo, and next twenty eighteen. It's been confirmed. Now, did the boxer need that fight again? I, I would say yeah, but will it be? Will it live up to the hype? A uh, part two is what I wanted to think. I, you know what, man? Look, I'm gonna be real with you, Calvin. The only fight I want to see. And I, I'm I'm being real honest because boxing has me bored right now. Okay. Yeah. And 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 I'm gonna tell you because like you got people like Thurman, you know, getting married, making up excuses and shit, and then you got motherfuckers like uh you know, Danny Garcia. Where is he at? Not fighting. You know, like I'm tired of it. Like honestly, I just want to see Canelo versus Golovkin rematch so Golovkin can win. Uh. Because he got fucking robbed. Mm-hmm. And I just want to see Earl Spence dominate the welterweight class. Like, I think he has the potential to do it. I think Crawford's going to come up to 147, but I don't know if he'll flourish at that weight. He, uh, I really... it, it, it's official. He is 147, and he's been talking crap. He's He basically said that he came up to 147 to clean the division out. He ain't cleaning nothing. I mean, but I don't see who you feed him to first. There's gonna have to be a big name, bro. I mean, they can't. You can't. You can't fight. 
nobodies. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I'm I'm going after Danny Garcia or somebody that's been lax, Khan, you know, something like that to break myself in. Where the hell is Amir Khan? Having a baby, apparently, with his wife. They got back together? Mm-hmm. You know, they was going through all that stuff. You know, her, you know his wife was messing with Anthony Joshua, right? That's what I heard. Yeah, she was messing with Anthony Joshua. Oh my God! This, look at it—they turned boxing into a dang on soap opera, a reality show. Mm-hmm. They need to get off of that. I was gonna say something, but I forgot. Oh man, it slipped—it slipped my mind. Oh. But that's what—that's what's killing boxing, and that's why people are gravitating towards UFC because they make fights happen, dude. Yeah. You know. They're making they're making fights happen. Like you get you get what you want when you got UFC. You know what I'm saying? Dana White don't fuck around. People want to see a fight, he makes it happen. He doesn't. That's the better thing about it is that like he is their like promoter, so to speak. Like they don't have outside promoters. It's like, hey man, you're fighting this dude. This is your purse. Enjoy. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's very dial tone with that. So they can make fights. But boxing, bro, it's like too much fucking politics, dude. Like. This promoter doesn't like that promoter. This guy doesn't want to fight that guy because he wants to have the Floyd Mayweather clear path of pick my wins kind of shit. And it's getting old. Like, now you're starting to see how Floyd has had, was a cancer in a sense and still is, in, in my opinion, on um, boxing because he always avoided epic fights in the times when it mattered to make them later and yeah they still were big but it was just big by hype not big because they were big fights like i would have rather seen pretty boy floyd versus the manny pacquiao from the first two marquez fights you know mm-hmm. i would have rather have seen Cotto at 30 and 0 versus manny or, or floyd you know what i'm saying so so how how think- how old was so how you keep saying young young how uh, Miguel Cotto wasn't that old when he fought Floyd and, and, and Pacquiao, was he? Yeah. I thought, I'm talking I, about their young primes. Like, we got oh, okay. Danny versus Thurman early. You know what I'm saying? Porter versus Thurman. That's when the shit's exciting. It's not exciting when they're, like, aged and they don't want to be fighting. You know what I mean? They want to be more guarded in everything they do. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I want to see fights. I don't want to see fucking... I'm not... I'm not... We. You know, boxing is not about just price fight it's price fighting bro but it's not just you know the sweet science i mean we want to see the glitz and the glamour of a fight too you know what i'm saying i'm getting yeah. a little tired of the cherry picking and bullshit that's going on like make these fucking fights bro like you know there's really good fighters out there to make big money if you put these big fights on you're going to get viewership and they're going to they're going to want more people are going to want these trilogies of these epic bouts so it's like these dudes need to get their fucking head in the game bro and start making shit happen because honestly like what is there really to look forward to in 2018 for boxing tell me uh uh, just Kyoto, just canelo and triple g really Mm -hmm. unless unless they're gonna start at the end of December, they're going to start, like, putting fights together. I mean... Even if we get even if we get a Kovalev versus, you know, some other chump, Stevenson, oh it's too God. late for that. That should have been made four years ago or three years ago. Yeah. You know, and it's like, what are the Charles brothers doing? Like, they're staying at 154. There's no big names really just chilling there at 154. 
And, you know, these dudes got to move up. They're not going to fight guys like Golovkin. They're going to duck and dodge people like that. They can't hang, you know. So it's like, I don't know where boxing's going, bro. But I just know, like, if, if I'm these promoters, I would start fucking thinking about, like, crossing lines and just making these damn fights. I mean, it's needed. We need to get these fights, bro. And I and I totally agree with you on that because, like you said, it's kind of like boxing's had a great year so far, but at the same time, it's like, man, we got to look into the future. 2018 is right around the corner, so it's like, what you going to give us boxing fans come next year? We already got Canelo, Triple G, but what else you going to give us? Are you going to finally give us Errol Spence and, and Keith Thurman? You know, or, or are you going to get Thurman and Porter too? You know, it's it's like you said, there's a lot of fights out there that could be made. It's just people need to cross over. This, this is my prediction for Keith Thurman for 2018. He's going to belly flop in his career, bro. Did you see him on TV? What? No. So he was on Showtime, and they had Earl Spence on there. And I guess Keith Thurman got married. And dude blew up, bro. Like Maidana style after the Mayweather fight. Whoa. Yup. Dang. He doesn't look like he's in any type of shape. He sounded like he'd been drinking and partying a lot, you know, since the wedding. Which he kind of admitted to, like, eating and enjoying marriage. But it's like, dude, bro. Like, you're at the top of the pinnacle right now. Yep. And you have, you can make big moves and shit. And you just made, like, career fuck-up decisions. I mean, obviously he had surgery, but... I'm him. I'm age. I'm gonna be in the pool like Adrian Peterson, and getting my shit together as quickly as possible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like fuck all this. You're only young once, dude. You're gonna get old, and you're gonna come out of your prime. So it's like for me, Keith Thurman is one of those fighters that he needs to capitalize on his prime because once he's out of it, he doesn't really have those Floyd Mayweather skills to take him into future fights. You know? Yeah. He's gonna have to rely on power. And eventually his power is not, he doesn't really have like killer, that much killer power anymore. You know, he's fighting at a weight class. I think he should be a little higher up in weight. Uh-huh. Maybe 154, who knows, but 147, I feel like he looks depleted, but dude, like he doesn't look like he's in any type of fight shape right now, dude. And mm. Earl Spence is in the prime of his game right now. So I don't, and I see that dude being prime in his game because he has that like, fierce hunger like a lion type shit where he's gonna fight the best of the best type shit yeah. he doesn't look like he's one of those dudes trying to duck and dodge people you know what i mean right so and um, that's why i kind of like the kid and i speaking of like when you, you talking about um errol spence i forgot he's fighting lamont peterson that's a good fight actually i but think lamont peterson's a wash up dude and i think that'd be a good fight for errol spence to you know Get his feet wet a little more in the welterweight division before he start getting those big time fights. Like he, he said. Well, Peterson never been a legit uh, one forty seven anyway. Though he was always at one forty. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, I don't know, bro. I just all I know is like we need more people like Sean Porter and Earl Spence and dudes like that. Versus the Danny Garcias that fucking lost and disappeared. Like, Danny Garcia lost to Mauricio Herrera, if you ask me. Yeah. So, you know, I, and honestly, he got lucky with that, you know, chin punch to Amir Khan. I mean, if he would have never landed that haymaker, Amir was already rolled, steamrolling his ass in that fight in the first place. Right. So, Danny needs to either get rid of his trainer, which is his father, which I know he ain't going to do. 
he needs to get someone that's gonna build his craft. I don't see his dad doing it. All I do is see his dad put him in pressure situations with his mouth. Right. Yeah. Well. All right, man. Well, that's a, that was a good topic on what we want to see in 2018. Like like Evan said, hey, boxing, you gotta step it up, man. I mean, it's starting to get a, it's starting to wind down. But y'all gotta keep this ball rolling. Y'all start off with a great 2017. We just gotta keep this going, you know. You gotta just keep the ball rolling. So I think that's all I have on the on the on the current events. Do do, do you have anything else to add, or is that it? Not much, brother. All right. Well, uh, final word segment is here. Edwin, I I'm sure you got one. If you don't have one, I'm sure you you can you can gather one up. Um. Final words time. So, Edwin, what is your final words for this this episode, brother? Man, this is not even a boxing person, but LeVar Ball needs to shut the fuck up, dude. Did you <laughs> see this dude on CNN? Yeah. Telling dude Chris Kumo, like, you need to thank me for being on here, blah, blah, blah. Kept saying it. It's like, what the... F- like, who the fuck are you, bro? Are you his airness, Michael Jordan? <laughs> like, you... You were in the NBA for, what, 20 minutes? Yeah. Average no points a game. But, yeah, you're saying you could beat Michael Jordan. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, what have you accomplished? Your kid thinks he's Michael Jordan, and he's selling a $500 shoe. How much money is that piece of shit shoe making him? Nothing. Right. Like, I'm so tired of these dudes. Like, what the fuck is up with these, uh, what do they call those dads that are, like, so in their kids' fucking basketball careers like that? I I know what you're talking about, but I forgot the name of it. I forgot the name of it too. But he's one of those guys. Yeah. Oh, well. I just don't get the guy, bro. Alright, well, my final words is plain and simple. If you're on a diet, drop that shit right now. Thanksgiving is in two days. And enjoy it. Thanksgiving. It's it's a it's a, a holiday for when all the family get together. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you, before I went on the air with Edwin and Edwin called me. I was putting up my Christmas tree with my kids. And I still got to go to work tonight. But anyway. Huh? I beat you. We put ours up already. Damn. See, I got to get on my wife. Lisa, I got to get on her. She the one that made me be delayed this year. Oh, oh my God. Here he go with this. But my final words is enjoy your family, your friends, anybody you can think of. Um... This is, this is the holidays are here, everybody. Black Friday coming up. Then you got Christmas in like thirty days. So, my final words is this: be around your loved ones and cherish it. So, that's a wrap. Make sure you check out fifteen fifteen F and all the other webs um, podcasts. You got the the MWT. You got the Wrestling Roundtable with the GTS and RBU. You got Studio Flow, Love and Hip Hop. You got Mac and D. I feel like I'm forgetting one. If I am, I apologize. And then you got us. Lace them up. We'll be back in a couple weeks to give y'all an epic show. That's to be going to be a tribute to Miguel Angel Coto. Oh, I forgot to tell you, Edwin. We're going to have a special guest for that one, man. We're going to have Brandon, your other Puerto Rican friend. Oh, you're the Puerto Rican guy. He's a huge Miguel Cotto friend. Brandon from Jab Hook Boxing, man. You'll know if you saw if you saw him on Twitter. He's actually going to the fight. 
Ah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so he'll be on with us to talk with Miguel Cotto. I just don't need y'all talking, speaking Puerto Rican, so I don't know what the heck y'all talking about. But, hey, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all the other social media outlets. I know I'm rushing. I will never rush you guys at this point, but I got to get ready for work tonight. So, yes, the floor is still wax. Yes. So, with that being said, take a video. <laughs> with that, put it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He, him and these filters. With that being said, we love y'all. And, hey, I'm Calvin, and this is my boy, Edwin. Right, good night until next time. You know what to do. Have a good one. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll catch y'all on the flip flop. Holla, holla, holla. Hey!